Welcome to the 5x Growth Podcast, where your host Carl brings you the best insights and takeaways from the books I read on startups, entrepreneurship, marketing, and sales. Get ready to level up and accelerate your personal and professional growth with every episode. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Today we're starting a new book, it's called The Minimalist Entrepreneur and this book has been recommended to me by, by my buddy, uh, found it pretty uh, interesting. So the book is called The Minimalist Entrepreneur, How Great Founders Do More With Less and um, yeah, I read only half of it because the, the other half is just um, next steps so I thought okay you read the first half and once you take actions uh, then you can like kind of get back to this book and read the other half the same I did with why startups fail our last book um, I only read the half of it because in the first half they talk about early stage startups so this is this can be relevant to me but then in the second half, they, they talk about the late stage startups when your startup is three or more years old. Um, and that's why it wasn't kind of useful to me. That's why I didn't finish the book fully. Uh, well, I think let's get into it and start with the introduction. I asked myself certain questions over and over again. What do I actually care to change? If I could fix one thing about my corner of the world, what would that be? What kind of business do I really want to build, own, and run? I call these people minimalist entrepreneurs, and I call their companies minimalist businesses. Building a minimalist business does not mean settling for second best. Instead, it's about creating sustainable companies that have the flexibility to take risks to serve the greater good all while empowering others to do the same. Being profitable, hopefully from the very beginning, means being able to focus and to stay focused on the reason you started a business in the first place, to help others. Start as soon as you can. Start before you feel ready. Start today. You don't learn, then start. You start and then learn. The beginning of all things are small. So this is chapter one. We're done with the introduction. And now we're moving on to the minimalist entrepreneur, chapter one. Before I started to write this book, I wouldn't have described myself as a minimalist entrepreneur. I would have said I was a founder committed to a new kind of startup. One that prioritizes profitability over growth and positive impact over moving fast and breaking things. Instead of capturing as much as much value as possible. I was determined to create as much value as possible for our customers and our community. Profitability first. Minimalist entrepreneurs create businesses that are profitable at all costs. Many businesses never intend to stick around long enough to be profitable. Instead, the plan is to sell the business before profits become necessary, raising money from investors along the way. Minimalist entrepreneurs aim to be profitable from day one or soon after because profit is oxy oxygen for business. 
Second point, start with community. Minimalist entrepreneurs build on a foundation of community. They don't ask how can I help, but are instead observant and cultivate authentic relationships. They spend time and effort to learn and to build trust, focusing on the market part of product market fit. Third point, build as little as possible. When they do build, minimalist entrepreneurs build only what they need to, automating or or outsourcing the rest. Fourth point, sell to your first hundred customers. Minimalist entrepreneurs don't spend time convincing people, they spend time educating people. Selling is a discovery process, and minimalist entrepreneurs use sales as an opportunity to talk to potential customers one by one about their products while simultaneously educating themselves about the problem they are trying to solve for them. Selling this way is a long game built on relationships and vulnerability not a one-day grand opening extravaganza followed by selling to strangers. The next point is market by being you. So speaking of vulnerability, minimalist entrepreneurs share their stories from struggle to success. The best marketing shows the world who you and your product really are. Minimalist entrepreneurs understand that people care about other people and educate, inspire, and entertain whenever and wherever they can and the last point you need to grow your you need to grow yourself and your business mindfully minimalist entrepreneurs own their business they don't let their business own them they don't spend money they don't have and they don't sacrifice profitability for scale next chase profitability not unicorns building a minimalist business is not a get-rich-quick proposition but it's a get-rich-slowly one if you embrace profit. Ability not to grow, not to growth as a key indicator of your company's success. Profitability means sustainability. We're moving past an era of gatekeeping where both bosses and universities and venture capitalists decided who gets to try and who doesn't. Information about how to start and scale companies is now available to founders around the world and is cheaper too, which means there are fewer and fewer reasons to raise money from venture capitalists. There's nothing inherently wrong with raising money and not all unicorns are evil. But much of the venture capital model depends on creating unsustainable growth and destroying successful by other metrics businesses. So why does this happen? The venture capital business is a high-risk, high-return investment strategy in which, in which venture funds swap capital for early-stage startup equity, essentially buying a piece of the future value of the companies in which they invest. For the model to work, the rare winners like Uber, Airbnb, and Stripe need to pay for all the losers. Aileen Lee of Cowboy Ventures coined the term unicorn to refer to privately held startups valued at more than 1 billion, which is the lifeblood of venture funds. In fairy tales, people can't keep chasing unicorns. They are nearly irresistible, but they are also rare, elusive, and nearly impossible to catch. 
Almost everyone fails to build billion-dollar businesses, even the founders who raise gobs of venture capital. According to Matt Murphy, managing director and partner of Menlo Ventures, approximately 70% of startups fail, which can mean anything from full liquidation to becoming cash flow positive, which, despite being good for the company, is still bad for the VC. Of the 30% still standing, he says some return three to five times the initial investment, which constitutes only modest success in this setting. The whole system is riding on at least 5% of VC-backed companies delivering tenfold to 100-fold returns to balance out losses and make it all worth it. Without them, the VC model simply doesn't work. We are laser-focused on profitability from day one, in order to get to sustainability soon after, so, so that we can serve our customers and our communities for as long as we wish. Next, don't call it a comeback. So where do you start? Take a good hard look at the people, places and communities you care about. Where are the pain points? What isn't working but might with a little elbow grease? These are all opportunities to make things better through minimalist entrepreneurship. It's ironic to me how often people go around hoping to find a startup idea while simultaneously complaining about all the everyday stuff around them that doesn't work properly. Sure, I could have solved that for people with a little effort, but the potential market just isn't big enough to really scale. That's the kind of thinking that this book seeks to address. You may already be on your business building journey, but if you're just getting started, some business models lend themselves more easily to the pathway of minimalist entrepreneurship. These include almost any kind of business to consumer or business to business enterprise that has fast customer feedback, loops, and ample opportunities for iteration like software as a service. SaaS, digital and physical products and services, or connecting people for free. We'll talk about all of the. We'll talk about all of these later in the book. There are also businesses that aren't necessarily suited for this framework because of the slow pace of customer feedback. For example, any business that requires a heavy investment in research and development, or that relies on sales to to large bureaucratic bureaucratized corporations or institutions like fortune 100 companies academia or hospitals might not match up as well with the process and systems i recommend so creator first entrepreneur second on paper it seems simple enough first you need to narrow down who your ideal customer is narrow narrow until you can narrow no more Second, define exactly what pain point you are solving for them and how much they will pay you to solve it. Third, set a hard deadline and focus fully on building a solution. Then, cha- then charge for it. And four, repeat the process until you found a product that works, then scale a business around it. In practice, it's not so simple. There are many complications that pop up and most people don't even know where to start. A business of any kind is too scary, too amorphous, and too unattainable. Luckily, there is 
another way to get started today. Before you become an entrepreneur, become a creator. That could mean being an artist, but it doesn't have to. Creators make things, charge their audience for those things, and then use that money to make more things. They use the first dollars they earn as tools to fuel their own creative drive, not the other way around. With time and experience, creators could show others how to turn their own creativity into businesses. And the cycle continues. It's key for people to understand that because it lowers the cognitive barrier to starting a business and starting is really important, you don't learn, then start. You start, then learn. So let's talk about the key takeaways of this first chapter. You don't learn, then start. You start, then learn. Second, minimalist entrepreneurs focus on getting profitable at all costs instead of growing at all costs. Third point, a business is a way to solve problems for people you care about and get get paid for it. And fourth point, become a creator first and entrepreneur second. So yeah, that's about it. The second chapter is called Start with Community. So start with Community. But we're going to get back to that in our next episode. And for now, that's all for today's episode of the 5X Growth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. For show notes and more, visit our website at 5xgrowth.com. Until next time, stay focused and keep growing.